lay at her feet in a mess of glass and melting cookie dough. Even though the new reporter spoke with complete clarity, she still felt like she had heard wrong. This couldn't be happening. It took a great amount of concentration for her to get her legs to move, but she was able to make it to the couch, where she collapsed in a heap. With trembling hands, she turned up the volume on her big-screen television as the reporter recounted the breaking story. The bodies were found in this building, he motioned at the familiar structure behind him. Though she was never allowed inside, she had been to the building many times. Both men were killed in what appeared to be a revenge murder for the slaying of Dwayne Knowledge Bernard, the boss of the Uptown Boys drug cartel, earlier today. The man in custody is one Derek Bernard, alleged enforcer for the Uptown Boys and the brother of the deceased. The younger Bernard, armed with a loaded 9mm, was apprehended at the scene. Bernard is currently being held for the double revenge slaying, as well as for questioning in several other murders that took place between 2000 and today. We'll have more news as the story unfolds. She wanted to scream, but didn't have the strength to push the sound out. So the grief-stricken roar she was looking for ended up being a sick meowing. She pounded her fists into the couch, trying to dismantle an imaginary opponent until she was so spent that all she could do was collapse back on the couch. Pressing her tear-streaked face into the cushions, she prayed over and over for someone to wake her up from the horrible nightmare. When she opened her eyes, nothing had changed. Okay, Francis, you gotta pull it together. We've prepared for this. Pulling herself together as best she could, Francis tucked her emotions and slipped into gangsta bitch mode. The first thing she did was call the lawyer they kept on retainer for such emergencies. The second thing she did was pull out the safe she kept in the back of her closet. He'd always talked about putting it up for a rainy day, and from the looks of things, it was about to storm. She counted the money twice, and it still looked suspect. A double murder wouldn't be cheap, and for as good as the lawyer was, he was still a vulture. But this didn't deter her. For as feminine as she was, the heart of a hustler beat in her chest. As long as there was breath in her body and strength in her fingers, she would do any and all things in her power to protect her man. Grabbing her coat and a pair of leather gloves, she headed for the door. Before she left, she picked up her big black coach bag and tested the weight. Nodding in approval, she went out to make the rounds to try to ensure her man's freedom. Though she meant well, it would only be a matter of time before the other shoe dropped. And when it did, it fell hard. Chapter 1 Five years later, it was cold, but the sun was still shining. Summer had rolled directly into winter, leaving everyone to wonder what in the hell had happened to the fall. The hood was quiet but active. It was always like that in the winter. In the hood, some cats hustled like squirrels, stacking their paper through the warmer seasons and only periodically enduring the bite of the nastier ones. Then you had the goons, the young boys that are so hungry that neither weather nor warfare could deter them from getting a dollar. This was the case with young Shaborn. Big P, what the deal, baby? Sha greeted his boss with a pound and a hug. He'd been on the block since five o'clock the previous day and showed no signs of slowing down. How we looking out here, son? Pete asked. Pete was a young dude seeing good money slinging cocaine in the hood. Granted, he didn't have the deepest pockets or the largest crew, but he did very well for himself. Like money, baby, you know what it is with this. Shaborn clapped his hands together to try and warm them. True, Pete gave him a pound. Yo, I'm going upstairs for a few, son. Anybody else ask, tell him you ain't seen me.
I see we into big things. Shaborn looked the girl Pete had with him up and down. She was the color of cinnamon, with long dark hair, and a shape straight off of sticky pages. Her sky-blue jeans hugged her hips so crazy that Pete couldn't really be mad at Shaborn for looking. Shaborn wasn't sure where he found her, but he wondered if she had a sister. Always, kid, you know how to God play it, Pete said smugly. He pulled the sexy young girl closer to him. But yo, you ain't see me, my nigga. I got you, P, Shaborn nodded. As Pete and the mystery lady passed, Shaborn took one last look at her ass and sighed. These little niggas act like they ain't never seen a woman before, she said once they were in the lobby. Nah, it ain't that. They just ain't used to seeing somebody as bad as you on the scene. He ran his hand down her arm. The elevator opened and they stepped in. Before the doors could close, she was on him. The mystery lady shoved Pete roughly against the wall and jammed her tongue in his mouth.